Yo fam, boy do I got some juicy stuff for you today. Juicy in that I hate talking about it. I hate struggling with it. I hate when it's the mirror is right in my face and I'm it's as if I have zero power to stop. Here's what I mean by that. I've been doing a lot of work on my childhood stuff on my family, I hate to say like the generational trauma, I even hate talking this clinical jargon, but it's so important if we're able to normalize it as Brene uh, and Glennon are talking about on their podcast right now, which is normalizing, normalizing, normalizing. I am an advocate and I can't stand it. So here's what happened. We're meeting some friends for um, some friends that we know only know online We've done a lot of stuff virtually, and we're driving and meeting in uh, kind of a mid-spot in Virginia. We're going to have a weekend together, and so we're trying to plan food. Well, my wife is particular about her food, right? She's on this carnivore-centric diet, which is mostly meat. She, we, we, by she and we, we like to get you know pastured eggs and pastured meat and whatever. But for me, I'll eat whatever right? Like I prefer it, but if it ain't available, I'll eat whatever. So those, you know, they, uh, so an email was sent, Hey, let's plan food. I said, Hey wife, it's food. You do it. Cause you're particular. That way we don't have to go back and forth. And she's like, no, I've got too much crap on my plate. You do it. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, logically I'm going, I don't want to do it because I know she's going to have something to say about what I plan or blah, blah, blah. This is already the story that's kicking around in my mind. So <laughs> emails go back and forth. Me me and the hubby uh, uh, decide what we're going to do. I tell my wife, hey, good thing. Got it taken care of. And she goes, oh, you know, actually, uh, did you ask him about this? Did you ask him about that? W- what about this type of ingredient? And I... And, and everything in me goes, I knew this is why I said you should take care of it because you've got all these particular things, blah, blah, blah. So we go into a fight. We get into a fight. I'm being a mean teen, a mean teen. And I know it, right? But here's what the roots, if the roots as I know them. Growing up, one of the biggest things that I remember is about not being spoiled, not being special, not being, um, what's the word? Uh, there's, there's an air of like, um, do as you're told, speak when spoken to, kids should be, uh, seen, not heard, you know, like all this stuff. Now, my parents didn't say this, right? But that's kind of how they were raised. So they made, they made some changes, right? For how they were parented, which was better than, than they came from. And also don't forget my wife, my mother was raised in a children's home. So a religious, strict religious children's home. So to add to that about not being special, do as you're told, etc. But I, um, yeah, that that is that is at the root of this. Why, when my wife is advocating for herself, advocating for what's important to her, having some some needs that are different from me, 
or the family or whoever we're around, I just get so bristly. Everything is triggered and I start a fight with her when in reality I want to um, rebel or yell or argue with my family. What I mean is, is that when she says, oh, that's great that they're going to do food, but I'm going to take care of my own food because they're not, you know, I'm going to buy my own stuff. Simple request, right? But in my mind, I'm like, see, I told you, you should have done it or whatever. And how dare you be special, which is me. I'm pointing it at her, but it's actually me. I'm talking to myself. You think you're special. You are spoiled. You think you're the bee's knees. You think that you insert whatever you want, right? So this is a perfect example of how when I get angry, when I get um, defensive, when I get triggered at someone, something, some situation, them, theys, whatever, my instinct is to point the finger, blame, battle, and argue. And, you know, when I'm a mean teen and I hurt my wife's feelings, first thing I go is, what? What? You can't just have a simple conversation? We can't have an argument without you getting upset? Mean teen, right? I don't, I started it. My inner childhood is being triggered and I'm dumping it all on her unfairly. I do that with my son, right? I want my son to just do what the heck I asked uh, that's something that we're working through right now is my wife is going, you know, when you're asking him or you're, you know, tell him to do something, he doesn't totally understand or what he thinks you mean or what he think is the reason is not the reason. And yet what you're saying is just do what you're told, which is what I'm saying. Just do what I ask you. And he's, you know, what's even, what's even worse. And I hate this is I am making him me like he, he is just as combative He's just as sarcastic. It is ridiculous. Like, it's almost as if I'm failing at every freaking level, right? So, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm just going, just do what I ask. Just do what you're told. Don't, this is right before we're going to go out. I'm going to take him with me to do some work. I'm going to go out to Athens, make a bunch of stops. We're going to go to the skate park. It's going to be all good. I said, hey, where are your headphones? We want to bring your headphones with us in case we need them. He's walk, going upstairs. My wife's office is in our bedroom. He's walking upstairs to say, hey, Austin, do not go in your mom's office. She's working. He goes, okay, dad. He walks upstairs, walks right in her office and says, hey, mom, where are my headphones? And I can hear him up there and I'm just boiling, right? I'm just getting pissed. And as soon as he gets down, of course, I, I told you not to go in your mom. And then I make a big deal and, and, I knew, like, I knew I didn't need to shame him, lecture him, you know, put all the guilt, put all the, you didn't do what I told you to do on him, but I couldn't help myself. I couldn't, I, I was even at a place with him, he's six, I was even at a place with him going, I, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how I feel. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with a six-year-old not doing what his parents are asking him to do. I knew it was ridiculous. I didn't know what else to do. So he wanted to stay home. I wanted to leave him, but I couldn't. So it was like, how do I 
backtrack? How do I kiss and make up? How do I address this thing that here I am as a parent going, this is how I'm going to parent. This is how I'm going to instill these values. This is how I'm going to teach them right from wrong. This is how I'm going to teach them respect and, you know, kindness and blah, blah, blah. And none of it's working. And I can't even, I can't even do it. I am acting like a six-year-old or a mean teen or whatever. And I think this is, maybe as I'm going through this, this is why it's so important that we do this diligent work on a daily therapy, prayer meditation, journaling, inner child work, breath, you know, whatever, whatever your things are, because as willing as I am to work through my old traumas, as eager as I am, as much as I know I need to do it, it just doesn't happen fast enough, right? It is. And even when I get over the hump on something or I work through something, another thing pops up. It's like ground, you know, the groundhog keeps popping up. Um, or it morphs or, you know, whatever the, the verbiage is. Um, yeah, so frustrating. But anyway, before I left, I apologize for being inconsiderate. Um, I, I knew, again, I knew in the moment that I was totally wrong. And um, and it was it. I, I, as we're having a conversation, I'm like, I know I can stop and backtrack right now. I know I'm being inconsiderate. I know I'm being mean, but my the 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 ideas, the verbiage, the critical self-talk, the the you know, my mother in my ear, what I think my mother would be saying is in my ear was it's so deeply ingrained and I'm still in the process of working through the stuff that it is uh yeah just like drugs and alcohol, absolutely powerless until we're able to work through the stuff. So anyway, I tell you this, I'm listening to Brene Brown. Uh, Brene Brown, her sister is on Glennon, uh, Glennon's podcast, Glennon and Abby, and they're having conversations about this. And they were just talking about normalizing the struggle, the importance of our kids seeing that, A, this is not normal in a sense, this behavior, this shame, this guilt, this being a mean teen is not normal and okay, but it's something that mom and dad are working through, right? It's important that they see us struggle and work through these things, even if it is irrational, if they're, you know, in the the wake of of the struggle. Um, One thing that I was laughing about was uh, Glennon, I think, said, you know, as parents, we also do this pendulum parenting. So we do everything opposite of how our parents did it, right, in a way to be better. But yet we create this um, this dynamic just because we're trying to do everything opposite and better of our parents doesn't mean other stuff isn't going to come up. So she was talking about the hypervigilance of looking both ways before you cross the street so you don't get hit by a car. But as you walk across the street, you get hit by a plane, right? Something that's totally unexpected that we didn't see. And so, um, for me, it's just another example of most of the time, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm being driven by self and ego and fear and my mean teen and my inner child and inner critic, all this kind of stuff that even knowing it's happening, isn't enough. That is my responsibility to not only work through my own stuff, but also let y'all know that this is normal and I'm in the trenches too. So anyway, 
I hope you found that entertaining. I hope you found that helpful. Um, it was It's beneficial for me to tell them myself. And uh, if you know someone that needs to hear this episode, make sure you share it with them. And as always, we'd love a rating, uh, review, or written written review on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts if you haven't done it already. I love you. Holler at your boy.